Oh my God. Now it's working. Are we on? <laughs> and we're live with episode 11 of <laughs> Slacking Off. OMG, CJ, how are you? I'm okay. Great. Uh, is that a pun? Would that <laughs> be considered a pun or? While we were trying to get live, I've said that joke to Charlie three or four times. So shout out to Charlie's acting abilities for finding that mildly amusing. <laughs> take, take five on that joke. Ah, while we're here, so, live. Technical difficulties. That's what happens when you haven't done one of these for a couple of weeks. You totally forget how to do it. So you get rusty. You get rusty. That's why you got to stay sharp. Stay on top of things. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been good. He hasn't been great, folks. Let me just speak for sure. <laughs> oh boy okay so uh, I, I, can, I can hear you now yeah i've been raging for the last uh 10 minutes here swearing up a storm i'm um, trying to get this to work my um apple watch which i was telling jesse is now turning on for the first time in days but now it's doing this weird cycling thing through the um apple logo so i have no idea if it's actually working but uh, we started a step challenge on the marketing team, and I haven't been able to record steps because my watch hasn't worked. Yes, so and it starts today, right? We're tracking from this morning, correct, for the challenge? I just oh, want good. Everyone, anyone from video watching this, like, come at me, bro. I got heavy steps. I average about 20K a day. This could be my activity at the year that I really kind of pop on. I don't know how much I'm going to contribute to this one. We, I've done this before. Um, actually, the previous company where I did this actually gave everybody the Fitbits to, to do the step challenge. So, Blake, if you're watching, honestly, yeah. could have done better. Could have gotten get, us get, the, get us all an Apple Watch. Um, yeah, so I mean, I got a ton of steps this weekend, but during the week, yeah, I need to get out more. Well, this should hopefully force me to do it. So, yes, it is. Honestly, I do think it is a good motivator. I do challenges on my little step counter with like my sister and my sister in law and my mom, and they do they do bring out the inner competitive beast in me where I do get up and go for a walk because I want to destroy them. What is the prize for this again? Is there one <laughs> over our? our I think it's a gift card. I think you get a gift okay. card. Yeah, I think each. So we're doing a marketing Olympics with our entire department. And um, I believe every week is a different challenge. And every week is a different like you get a prize at the end of it. Your team does. I believe. You know what motivates me is just not being that guy that doesn't do it. <laughs> or like our team at the opening ceremony. So for the opening ceremonies, you had to like make a team name and a flag. <laughs> Charlie, do you remember what our team name is? Yeah, it was a combination of all of your names, right? Oh, it's three people, Tara, Jesse, and Caddy. <laughs> and like, I'm, um, I think I'm like clever with words. The name we came up with like two seconds before was the, the terrible gesture cads. <laughs> what is that? No, so embarrassing. <laughs> it took me a second when I first saw that. I'm like, oh, okay. It's a comedy. People were like, what is a cad? And I'm like, you know what? I don't know, guys, but we're here. We're on the team and we showed up and, um, Ours was brutal, but some people did such a good job. Like uh, one team did a whole theme song. There were some good ones. So I'm I'm excited to be in this challenge. I'm hoping to destroy many people on our team. Many of my colleagues will be hopefully despairing at the end of the week. So I think the question that everybody's wanting to ask is how is 75 hard going? Oh, Charlie, like literally watch me lift my arms up to full height. Oh, there I am. Can't do it. Oh my God, my arms are so sore. 
I will say, I can truly say like I've had many times in my life where I was in great shape, like uh, worked out all the time. I have never been this tired, physically tired as I have been doing two days. I'm on day 36 today. So I'm deep. I'm deep. That's in. amazing. I have to tell you not to just brag about myself. But I'm super proud of myself. Yeah, I you should be. Because I'll be honest with you. I didn't think you were going to do it. Same. <laughs> yeah, not not even like a personal, you know, not even, you know, it's no slight on you. Like I, it's just, it's really hard to just commit to, to doing that for yeah, that many consecutive days. That's the killer for me is not even one day off, not even one break. Like no, right. never like that. Cause sometimes I'll just be honest, like I'm dead ass tired. Like I'm real yeah. tired. I can't work out again. I just can't, but then I do, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, it just, it just shows you that like, you know, your mind can tell you that you're, you know, you're, you're too tired, but your body will push through it. Yeah. Like I have to say the one thing I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself for two things that I almost quit on. I would have had to start over is one night I didn't get my second workout in and I ended up having like a zoom night with a couple friends. Um, and I didn't get off. I thought we did it at nine. I'm like, well, we'll do it till 10. Then I'll do a workout at 10, which was crazy at that point. But we ended up yeah. just talking to like after 11 and oh, I man. did go downstairs and do a class after, which I was pretty proud of myself for. And I am also proud of myself because I spent like this whole weekend at the beach and like, I did not have even like one delicious, tasty alcoholic beverage, not one. I will say the not drinking part of it I actually thought would be harder. Like I'm not saying it's not hard, but yeah, like compared to working out twice a day, right? I just have to not do something. So yeah. that's, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. So it seems I thought that would crack me easier, but it ha it's actually not been that bad. That's amazing. I'm I'm proud of you, and yeah, you should definitely be proud of yourself. And and now you're at the point where like you can't, you know what I mean? You've put in all that work into a race. It like there's your motivation. Like you've gone way too far to not complete this now. A hundred percent. And yeah. both my friends that I'm doing with haven't cracked at all either. So really, yeah. Wow. No. What Our are their names? Go, let's give them a shout out on this. Shout out to Jill. I have to give Jill. Jill has like the exact same life as me. Plus, she is has gone back to school at night and is still doing. Oh wow, is impressive. And then my neighbor Marissa. Um, she's a very fit person. Like she's a fit inspiration for me. She's a worker outer. Um, but she like started a new job last week and she hasn't cracked at all, which I feel like that's a, that would be an easy thing to put on. So I'm pretty impressed with both people I'm doing it with. So I can't, well, can't shout out to Jill and Marissa. Yeah. Well done. I mean, even if you are a fit person, this is, you know, it's still something to be, it, this is not easy. You know, it's not even, it's just the commitment and, and like the time, right. To, yeah. to doing it. So, yeah. Um, cause like Marissa, she works out every day of her life normally. But she was like, you know, that second one, even for me, is right. just have to get myself out for the time, even if I don't do a hard workout. So I am pretty pleased that we're at this point right now. And I put it on Instagram. So now like I can't give up because now I've like told everybody outside. I guess I had told millions of people on the podcast, but even more than that, it was Instagram official. So like now I'm for sure yeah, you're past a point of no return. I have full faith that like you would just be throwing away too, way too much hard work to not complete it now. Oh my God, yeah. And like, I'll probably get it tattooed on my face when I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the achievement it'll be. So that's funny my, my wife finished a couple iron men she's been saying forever like because oh that's God. what people do is they get the tattoo but i don't know it's just like i think finishing an iron man is a much bigger deal for most people to her it's just like something Casual. she did last month <laughs> <laughs> so she hasn't got the tattoo i can't i'd be i don't think she ever will to be honest 
I could totally, yeah, I guess if, if she's burning through them, like she'd have a full sleeve in a year or two, you know, like she's right. Like, she's yeah. That'd be me. Up. If I ever finished an Ironman, yeah, I'd be tattooed oh. just below my eye. Teardrop, teardrop yeah. and sweat. That's right. You know? <laughs> so but how was the, so you were at the cottage this weekend? No, we're going to the cottage this weekend. Actually, I'm off on Friday and Monday from work. So you will miss me. Um, ooh, so you're just hanging out at the beach then or? Yeah, we just had the beach down here in we went to Port Ryersea and Turkey Point, and we just hung out down there chilling. Um, we didn't go in the boat or anything like that. Actually, we just went to the beach, so that was fun. Um, Gray, he saw on my Instagram working on his parkour moves. Yeah, um, so funny. He just loves to go places and like get up on a big rock, and he <laughs> jumps down and he's like, "Blast off!" He was like, on that one rock. I'm like, is he gonna jump off that? And they were like, yep. he jumped off that like 30, 40 times. Like that was pretty much his routine that you saw. Get up the rock, leap off it, flex on everybody who's watching, run around again. Um, he's so funny right now. He's he'll be three this month, which is crazy. Um, but oh my god, he is like I feel like you always think this with your kids, like this is the funniest age, but he is peak hilarious right now. Yeah. Um, like I was in a workout this morning, he comes down, oh, watch me, mom. <laughs> ooh, ooh, look at my muscles Wait, he'll flex his muscles but he's like right here feel it <laughs> not your muscle bud but okay that's yeah, a cute age so <laughs> i i saw that you also hit a garage sale or yes, Charlie, i was thinking about you quite a bit this weekend i meant to send you a text but it was uh, it was in low bank so i drove an hour to go to a yard sale that's how hard up for yard selling i am but it uh -huh. was a big it was like a community-wide yard sale and there so was like there. multiple sales Oh, we got, we hit up probably like 15 or so. Oh, and you didn't tell me about it. You know oh, what? No, you, cause so last week we didn't podcast and Monday we were supposed to podcast and we postponed it to Wednesday. So I was like, oh, Wednesday, I'll tell you in the podcast so we can discuss, you know, your yard selling tactics on the podcast and then right. we Wednesday. And then I totally forgot to message you. I was, however, representing for you cause I was keeping an eye out for things of a, of a CJR nature. Oh, um, nice. I didn't see any good finds for you, but I totally, my mom, my mom is on it for you. She's like, is this a Xbox? <laughs> like? I'm like, I don't believe so. No, but that oh, is VHS tapes, mom. <laughs> we get that all the time. So we'll ask for video games and then it'll be like a, an older, typically an older woman. Um, and she'll be like, yeah, I got some, I got some games inside and we'll be out there for like 10 minutes waiting. And she'll come out with a box of VHS tapes. And we're like, Oh, those are movies. And we're like, Oh man, we just wasted 15 minutes. <laughs> so it was so good to be back at a yard sale. I forgot how right. much a yard sale, you know, and it was cool. Like everyone was wearing their mask and like being cold. Yeah. Cool about it. Uh, waiting yeah. And stuff like that. So it was super fun. My sister, my mom, Hazel and I went, um, Hazel had a little fanny pack full of quarters. She was just wheeling and dealing for my <laughs> little ponies, etc. She got some good buys. <laughs> she was like, she would walk up. I don't know about you, but like, I have like, I feel when I go to a yard sale, if I've like, if I've engaged with them visibly, I have to at least give them like a minute or two of look over before I peace out. I feel bad, just like yeah, even you know, uh, even though some of them are just piles of crap and I want them to know that, but I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So I know. That's so funny you say that. I do the same thing. Like and I'm, I'm somebody that like, I, I move quick, but yeah. like I will do that. I'll walk up and know instantly the second I get out of the car. But the, the thing with me is, okay, so one of my golden rules is never skip a sale, right? Um, and any opportunity for somebody with anything in their driveway is an opportunity to ask for what you're looking for. And then like, 
even further snowball if there's like neighbors outside. I say it loud enough that the neighbors will hear. And that's happened before where the neighbor may be, you know, just in the driveway and they're like, oh, I got, you know, old video games or records or whatever. Um, and I've that's scored good. like that. Like I've, I've approached a garage sale with a table. Um, it was an older lady, probably approaching 70, I would say. Um, and she did have like a, just one table full of like some knickknacks. And I, I noticed there was like some poly pocket, which are super collectible now. Oh, my sister. Heavy back on. then, I, you know, knowing now I, I probably would have grabbed them, but I just like, you know, just threw it out there because I was already at the sale and just like, Hey, do you have any old video game stuff? And she's like, yeah, I do. She came out with two boxes full of like awesome stuff that I got for like 20 bucks. And it's just like crazy how it works out. So yeah. even if the sale is crappy, it's just an opportunity to ask for what you're looking for. Um, but yeah, I totally, I totally feel the same way though. Like I do feel like an obligation just to take a quick look and at least say, Oh, have a good day or something. Especially if it's like a cute old person. I don't want right. to think that I think their stuff is garbage. So I'll yeah. be, you know, survey it. But Hazel, ruthless, rolls up. <laughs> <laughs> She'll just yell out, nothing for me here. Yeah, my boys have done that too. They've no, actually said, oh... <laughs> Dad, this looks like a bunch of junk or a bunch of crap or something like that. I'm like, shh, like whack them. Yeah. People walk out boring. But we hit a couple too, actually. Um, what did I buy? I got a couple um, Xbox games, and my friend Matt got a uh, VCR for some reason. Um, mm -hmm. But it was nice to just kind of be out there and get that feeling back again. But, um, you know, maybe it's time. Like, so. So what I do is I monitor, there's actually a Facebook page called Ontario Townwide uh, Community Sales or something like that. So maybe they will um, start popping up more. I don't see any reason why at this point garage sales can't happen. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's outdoors and people keep their distance and yeah. masks on and just, you know, normal precautions. I don't see any reason why they can't happen. So Yeah, my that's how my sister found this one actually was on a Facebook page of some sort like that. Um, so we were monitoring, we were keeping an eye on it to see how many people would opt in to the map, to the map. It was cool. They had like a little, right. Yeah. It's nice when they do that. Yeah, that is nice. So yeah, it was cool. We drove up there and had some lunch. It was a fun little day. I got gray. My big find was I got this super cool little aquarium for gray, which was awesome because I was going to buy him one anyway. Um, and it was like, spider gray. book I saw it was pretty cool. Oh, that spider book. What a hit. Really. <laughs> wow. We, we met honestly I, one of the things i love about yard selling is you just meet interesting characters eh? this little oh, boy yeah. his mom had organized the whole low banks yard sale he was adorable I, I he's gonna really be something someday he was probably like 11 he was running his yard sale like you don't even like, he was like you like that i got more i got you got a, <laughs> you got a boy how old how old i got a brother i know i know how about this Jeff? <laughs> he sold me that spider book and a couple of, he was so cute and um he was adorable. Yeah, the spider book was a big hit. I've learned so much about spiders. Um, I can't believe how much I didn't know about spiders before now. And Gray loves to pretend to read it, which is just the cutest thing. Um, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Uh, so show me. <laughs> it's nice that like you can give, you know, especially kids your age, it's like four bucks. And that goes like such a long way at garage sales. I gave Hazel like a handful of change in her fanny yeah. pack and she was steve rotten around town. Like she was just like, what, two of these? You want two of these little coins? Yeah, I got you covered. And you know what else I love about yard selling for kids stuff? And A, you just find cool stuff that like 
you would necessarily like go look for at a store. But also then I don't feel as bad. Like I always feel bad. Like just kids in general, I feel like are like, you know, bad for the environment really. Um, like they consume <laughs> things and get rid of it very quickly and they outgrow everything. So I always, it's nice when you get something that's already been like the environmental impact of any of those things I bought at the yard sale has already yeah. been by someone that's on someone else's soul, you know? So now yeah. I can just, my kids will use it for like a couple of weeks and then I don't feel bad. It got reused, you know, it's yeah. I got that, that aquarium, that aquarium was like brand new. And the kid was asking 15 bucks for it. Charlie, I gave him 10 and I just feel like, and you know what, you'll use it for two or three years and you'll probably get your 10 bucks back. Like and that's then, yeah. the great thing about yard sales is like everything that I picked up for the boys over the years. Um, you know, I either donated to, uh, this local thrift store, which I love cause it's right in my old neighborhood. Um, or, you know, we sold it. There's tons of stuff that I've bought, you know, for five or 10 bucks for the boys, they've used it. And then I've sold it for, you know, 20, 30 bucks and actually made a little bit of money. So, yeah. So we got gray, a little sharky. It's like a little tiny red tip shark. It's called, oh my gosh. So cute. Oh, he put it in. Okay. I heard you say that. Oh yeah. And, and then he just put that in the aquarium for now. Yeah. We went, we went to the pet store and we picked up sharky and, um, we put, <laughs> we put him in there. Now he's got a sharky. And it's so funny though, like he is very happy with it. He's cause Hazel has fish in her room and he like is obsessed with fish, but he really wants to like hold them in his hands and love right. them, which is of course not cool for a fish. <laughs> so uh, he is struggling with that a little bit that he would love, he just wants to take out Sharky and just hold him just for a minute. He says to me, just for a minute, just real quick. Let's just grab him. Wait, okay. so Sharky's not a real fish. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what kind of fish is it? A red, a red tip shark. Oh, I thought you meant like, I thought it was just a toy. Okay. No, no, he's real. He's a little, we bought him at the pet store this weekend. He's little. It's a red tip. Did you say shark? Shark, yeah. You bought shark. a shark? Shark are just big fish. But like, okay. Well, so called. how big does it get? Oh, well, that's my concern, actually. The lady at the pet store did tell me it would outgrow the tank that we have. Um, so we'll see. But he's like... Do you need like special water or stuff for no. it or no? Okay. No, just a little, little, little. I've seen them. I've had, I have them when I was a kid. It's like, it's the fish you get when your kid wants a shark. Um, right. And it's technically, it is a shark. Um, so Hazel was a little concerned that Sharky would grow up to eat gray. I assure him, <laughs> you keep an eye on that, you know, and not let that happen. Um, Taking the beach with you guys. <laughs> that's the thing, Charlie. Gray wants to like take him everywhere, like our dogs, you know? He's yeah. like, you bring Sharky? I'm like, no, Sharky's going to like live here. He's going to stay in your room. Put the bowl in the wagon. Yeah, just head on out, you know? But uh, pretty pleased. Pretty pleased about Sharky. So that was a big highlight for our weekend. Yeah. Um, other big things that happened this weekend, though, outside of Sharky, a new family arrival, big in the world. I don't know if you heard, but Harry and Meghan. Um, oh, is that why they've been all over? I, I just got home. Like, I was just on Twitter, and yeah, they were trending. So, Well, they're trending because guess what the name is? Oh boy, um, William. It's a girl, so that oh. would be super, super cool Wilhelmina. for a royal. But no, it is Lilibet Diana, and Lilibet is Queen Elizabeth's child. Lilibet. Yep. And okay. if you shorten it, Lil Diana, which is super cute. Um, Lilibet. I'm sure it sounds it sounds nice when he says it better. I I, I think it's super cute. I love yeah. the whole thing. I just respect their game, the game that those two play so well. Like, oh my God, of course, of course you named her that. What a great name. Oh, 
somewhere Prince William is just like, oh, so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> so annoyed um but they had their daughter that was big news that's all i really know about it that was the name and they had her a couple weeks like early june they just announced it this weekend so that's why they were trending there big news big news happy yeah. for them. know that i am happy for them love them i, f- love they do. I forget that's their first right second oh my god how what? archie is that archie. their kid right okay. not that means my friend um, I haven't thought about the Royals since the last time we talked about that. They have been laying low-ish. They have been laying low-ish um, by their standards since they, they dropped the big bomb, big bomb on everybody. Um, but yeah, that was big news. So I thought we should share that with the crew because that's big news. And the other celebrity news that we were going to chat about today is we are a little bit late. We're not breaking this story, but we are going to get deep into it for Charlie really here is... The cancellation of Chrissy Teigen, which we are in the midst of right now, potentially. And I have to tell you, as a cancellation celebrity forecaster, underestimated the hit Chrissy Teigen would take on this one, personally. So I always saw Chrissy Teigen as somebody that was like, maybe, I don't know if virtual, virtue signaling is the right word, but would be quick to call out other people on yes. stuff. Yeah, this has definitely been a bit... It kind of reminds me of like the whole NZ's Ansari thing when like, you know, he had that, he had, he was, you know, accused of being inappropriate on a date and his date was yeah. very uncomfortable. And the thing he did himself wasn't as shocking as it was just so opposite to his brand. And I think that's where Chrissy Teigen's in trouble here because she's really been a champion in the last five years of, you know, people troll her she gets trolled very hard by like trump supporters and all that kind of stuff and people say terrible things to her and she's really kind of made a big push in terms of like shutting that stuff down and not being on social media people are going to harass her and if people are going to say mean things to her she blocks everybody and all that kind of stuff and so just if you're not aware of what happened so i just this is an interesting cancellation in my opinion because So Chrissy Teigen really did become super famous because of Twitter, right? Like social media was her thing. She was funny. People liked her. That's what took her from like supermodel wife of John. Okay. I was going to say, what was she known for before? I know she's married to John Legend, but she was a supermodel previously. Yeah. Sports Illustrated cover. Right. But that she was always like, you know, his, that was her thing. And then Twitter is definitely what made her her own personality. She's very funny on Twitter. Um, and back in 2012, which is where she got in trouble from, she was pretty ruthless on Twitter. Right. But also, so was everybody back then, which I sometimes I think is the is the lens that we sometimes have to apply to these cancellations. So what she did was, back in 2012, if you weren't deep into pop culture, you probably didn't hear about this, but I do remember this girl. Her name was Courtney Stodden. She was 15. And she was dating an actor, not a famous actor, but an unknown actor. Like he was in the Green Mile and a couple of things. He's more of a character actor. She was 15 years old. She married a 55-year-old man. Oh, boy. And she was 16. And it is crazy to look back on this now because now, obviously, we have a different viewpoint on things. But back then, she was very ridiculed by the world. Um, you know, clearly a fame-hungry gold digger, everyone called her. And she had a lot of classic surgery. She had a bit of a Barbie-esque look. And she did get picked on a lot. And I didn't know this at the time, but uh, Chrissy Teigen was really on her and um, tweeted at her a lot publicly about, you know, how disgusting you are and how you should. And she was still 15, 16 years old. 16 years old. Yeah. 
And so clearly, now we look back, clearly the victim of, of a pedophile and a lot of very serious abuse in her life at that time. And then to be on the world stage being scored right. by people. And they did a lot of like paparazzi photo shoots and stuff, which got a lot of people, I think, you know, annoyed at them and really criticized them. And so the Chrissy Teigen thing, she really went hard at her on her public Twitter, which you can see. But so now 2021, this girl has uh, broken free of her abuser and has gone to therapy and is now telling her story um, to media outlets in terms of like how what that was like to be 15 and to be have her 15 minutes of fame over that and then to not know at the time that she was being abused and taken advantage of. Right. And he said that she was very, very depressed and suicidal. And because she got so much hate during that time of her life. And she was just a little girl when you think back on it. Yeah. And like 15, 15 is young. That is like you are heading into grade nine if you're here, you know. And yeah, you're, you're still doing stupid stuff almost in your 30s, let alone 15. Right? Like so 15 is so young and 55 is so old. Your brain is not even fully developed. Yeah. And so one of the, and so the big story that broke out of it is she talked about a lot of the harassment she got from people and other celebrities. And then she talked about Chrissy Teigen specifically. She did almost kill herself because she said that Chrissy Teigen didn't just tweet publicly about her. Chrissy Teigen sent her private messages telling her oh. to kill herself. Oh boy. Telling her to take a dirt nap. Um, and she saved them and she showed them. Oh and boy. That is not good. You know, that is not cool to do. And so when that story broke, I will tell you that I did not think it was going to have a big impact on Chrissy Teigen because Chrissy Teigen is very A-list. She's very big. And um, I didn't think it would be that big of a story. But then, in my opinion, Chrissy Teigen herself made it a worse story and kind of screwed it up where she went on Twitter and did a very nice apology. I thought it was a very well-written apology where she said, I am appalled and embarrassed at my tweets from 2012. I was an immature person. I was I was hungry for fame and attention. And I tweeted things that were controversial to get attention. And I'm so embarrassed and ashamed of myself. And I am so sorry. And I've learned and grown. And I hope Courtney can forgive me. And then she said, I have also apologized to her privately. Uh-oh. Which Courtney Stodden then said was untrue. And so she showed her DMs, Courtney Stodden, and there was no message from Chrissy Teigen. There was no private apology from Chrissy Teigen, which uh -oh. if you're Chrissy Teigen, like, man, why would you say that then? That was dumb. So anyway, I still didn't think it would be that big of a cancellation for her, but she has been really, truly in, in the shit on this one. Like her, so she has a line with Target. They've dropped her. Yeah. Sponsorships um, backing out. Yeah. Pretty much everything that she had that could be canceled from a, from a job situation has been canceled right now. Um, so it's a curious one because I kind of feel like if we're going to judge Chrissy Teigen 2012, we'd have to look at ourselves in 2012. Like in 2012, no one would have batted, no one batted an eye at that. Like that was the thing the whole world did. So I don't I know. You think like telling someone, telling a 16 year old to kill themselves. That's kind of, you know, there's a line, right? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I understand that back then, you know, cancel culture hadn't happened and, and people would say foul things on the internet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, those people, a lot of those people, though, don't have brand deals and, and don't, yes. you know, people who say that stuff tend to not have things to lose. And maybe, maybe she didn't at that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even if you do want to say something rotten like that to someone, you typically, if you've got something to lose, you, you don't do that.
and the private messaging, like tweeting it publicly yeah. for attention and laughs. I could like, you understand how at the time we didn't understand this girl was a victim and maybe it was just a bad perception, but the private message, you think about that, like you're 15 and like Chrissy Teigen is a famous model and she's yeah. telling me that's, that's tough stuff. That is tough. So I could get over it if it was like, you know, she was tweeting somebody in their 20s or something like that. It's still a shitty thing to do. Yeah. Um, but to a 15 or 16 year old girl, like that's, it's you know, they're just a child. <laughs> they are literally a child. And so I'm very curious to see what her next move is because she's she's gone like completely silent on Dark, everything, yeah. um, which I think is probably a good plan because I think her first plan was not well thought out there. Um and it is much bigger than I think anyone thought initially would happen to her. So, but you know what I have to say is an interesting little commentary on this. So it's funny on like a an Instagram account that I follow that posts celebrity things. They posted a picture of Chrissy Teigen. It was the first time she'd been seen publicly since all this happened. And all the comments on the Instagram photo were attacking her for bullying this girl by bullying her. Bullying her, yeah. Like they're like. Look at her fat, ugly face. No wonder she's in hiding. How could she bully someone? She's so fugly. I was like, <laughs> are you not doing the same thing to her while you criticize her for doing that? So I thought that was, was interesting. But I'm interested to see interested to see where she takes it from here, where she goes, what she does, you know? Yeah, I don't think they're like, this seems like one where the person's just going to have to disappear out of the public eye for quite some time and let it blow over. So? It's all in that apology, though, eh? Like you can come, you can come back from a lot of things, if if the apology is is good, right? If you just own it, um, you know, reach out to the person personally before you post it on social. Like, reach out to that person, send them a nice little email, get everything out you want to say, and then do it publicly, and and yeah. just own it, and you know, own up to it. Like, it's not that hard to do. She couldn't have just had Courtney over. And apologized to her and then, you know, posted a cute picture, made her banana bread, called it a day. That's what I would have done if I were Chrissy. Promote the cookbook, make it better. Bam. But she's got a body of work at this point, doesn't she? She's got she's been under fire for a few other things, hasn't she? Chrissy. Or wait, or is that like the weird there was like a whole bunch of weird um conspiracy stuff that they were involved with? She was things. like she got really hammered by Instagram bots over like the pizza gate where they would like cover <laughs> her Instagram and pizza emojis and right. um because she's very, very vocally anti-Trump. And yeah. so people have really obviously that's a polarizing. She's a she's definitely a polarizing celebrity. Like um she did IVF with all of her children with both of her children. And she was very public about that, which I thought was great because a lot of people have to go through that. And it's, there's a lot of like, you know, people don't talk about it and it makes people feel ashamed and they have to keep it a secret. So she was very public about that. But of course there are a lot of like, you know, alt-right, very conservative people who think that is like playing God. And so those people really went. So I think, I think that's really good that she did that, but she has definitely, she is a very controversial figure. Right. And because she's so very like liberal kindness, all those, obviously, those people who don't like her really, really have jumped on this this big mistake that she made. Thing, um, you know, because she gets a lot of she gets a lot of hate because of that, and she talks a lot about like, you know, you should respect people's mental health, and you shouldn't be bullying people to the point of that. People, and then of course she did that herself. So it is a it's a tough one. It's a tough one to point. You know, you hear that sometimes that it's often the most people who are like anti something that in the background they're doing it themselves, and and then you know being anti to to cover up for it kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, 
that's that's a bummer. That's a bummer for her. And you know what's so funny though, Charlie, not to like be a prophet here, but like I've been a big Chrissy Teigen fan for a long time. And a couple months ago, Chrissy Teigen started to like wane on me on Instagram. And I actually unfollowed her for a bit, not disliking her. I was just kind of sick of her. Like she was just not, I am, I'm very fickle on the gram. Like if I am irritated like more than once, I'll just probably unfollow you. You don't hate follow people? Do I what? You don't hate follow people? Oh, for sure. For sure. That's that's, that's the purpose they're serving me. Right. Um, Whereas like Chrissy, Chrissy, I followed, like I liked her and then I unfollowed her and it was almost like I saw this coming. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But funny, I thought, because I literally was saying to my friend, I'm like, you know what? Kind of over Chrissy Teigen right now. She's kind of bugging me. And I think I have, I'm going to unfollow her. And you know, it's so funny when you unfollow someone, they just cease to exist. Right. That's they crazy. Do. They really do. I totally forgot about Chrissy Teigen until this whole story. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, you do exist outside of my phone. Fascinating. Fascinating. I'm trying to look her up on Instagram. She's she's silent. She's silent. She's got nothing unless she, I've missed something that's new. Um, but uh, yeah, so tough, tough week for Chrissy or tough couple. Wow. Weeks for Chrissy, I guess. 35 million followers. Holy moly. Oh, I mean, she is friends. She just launched her product line with Chris Jenner. Like she's a big deal. She's a big deal. Speaking of the Jenners, Charlie, I'm sure you didn't. You're not caught up on keeping up with the Kardashians. No, didn't that show end? It's ending and it's very upsetting. Oh. I'm so sad. I, it just keeps getting better and better. Like, is this like Cher where she's like on, they're on like a farewell tour for the next four <laughs> years? I thought this ended all, a long time ago already. No, no, this is it is almost. I think I only have like maybe one more episode to go. Like, the, okay, the Kim, Kim and Kanye divorce I watched last night. That was tough. That was sad times. Um, so I'm almost at the end of the season. I'm sad. I'm sad. I've been watching them for like 15 years. Like, I feel like I know them. Okay, let's start there. Um, were they really even like okay? So for the past oh. year or two, were they they weren't living together? I'm assuming he's off in Idaho or something. Basically, like she says, she says, like they are getting divorced because, like, essentially, Kanye wants to move to a new state every year whenever he gets inspired by something new. And you're Kanye West, so as you should, you know, you have billions of dollars and you're a creative individual, and art is your life. You should do that. But Kim's like, you know, I have a life here. We have four kids to be hauling across the country and move all the time. And I'm going to law school and I have my own life. And that is one thing I think is so crazy about being like that level of celebrity. Like essentially when they get in a fight, Kanye West can just ghost her for like nine months. Like that's what he does. Like she, she, he, she's not like pinning it on him. She takes responsibility too. But like when you have 12 nannies and like a 35 person security team, you don't ever have to talk to your wife if you don't want to. Like, you don't have yeah. to, right? Like, me and Justin, you and Tina, even if we got in a huge rumble and I didn't want to talk to him for a week, I'd still have to be like, yo, you picking up Gray today? Yeah. Here? Uh, yeah. Who's defrosting the chicken, you know? <laughs> Whereas, like, Kim and Kanye, like, Kanye's just like, no, my security will be taking your calls from now on. No. Yeah. Oh. So I, I'll tell you, I'm a big, I believe in Kim and Kanye. Um, like, I think they really, like, Kim, I think, really tried to stay married to Kanye. Like, he was doing some pretty tough stuff there at the end. Like, oh, yeah. Telling all their secrets and, like, just really going off. And he got admitted to a hospital for his bipolar disorder. And he is not taking his medication, which is his choice. And she supports that. But that's got to be tough on the wife. Um, uh-huh. Like, I that, I feel for her. I'm a Kim stan, though. So, like, I, I, I love Kim. But I will tell you right now, speaking of being a prophet, I think, I think Kim and Kanye could get married again. 
Oh God, why? Why like, would you do that to yourself? He's he's got so many. He that guy's his career is over. Like he has no musical career whatsoever. He's gone off the deep end. But I think that they could be like Elizabeth Taylor and what's that guy she married like three times? She married some guy like three times. David something, I think, right? Something. But Kim, <laughs> they, something, I think. that's Kim's idol is Elizabeth Taylor. And I just have always been a believer in Kim and Kanye because the only person on this planet who loves Kim more than Kim is Kanye. You know, like Kim loves Kim a lot and so does Kanye. They're both very- I don't know. Maybe I have to see that. Like I, 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 I think Kim, yeah, Kim's- Kim's a little. Kim's definitely. More, I don't know. She's definitely more together. Kanye's. Kanye's crazy. Kim is got serious no mental issues. Like he, really, really. he like needs to be monitored and, to be honest, babysat. And I could imagine like her having to deal with that for the last couple of years. I don't know why she stuck around as long. I mean, yeah, clearly she loves him if she sticks around that long. But right, yeah, and I, I also think it's crazy to think about. So she talks about a little bit. She doesn't talk a lot about Kanye out of respect for him and their kids on the show. Like she has always said that, like she doesn't really get into the details on Kanye, even, even in this, like she does say they're divorcing and she cries on the show, but she talks about like her, what she thinks she did wrong. Like she, she does, she feels like he does deserve to have a wife who can be fully devoted to him and to travel with him and to do all that. And she can't be that for him. And like, but picture like you're bipolar and, and that's a lot to deal with. I can only imagine. Plus you have a billion dollars and a team of people who will do whatever you want. <laughs> He's got yes men everywhere. He has this like, su I don't know, like superiority complex. And although I did, I did listen to him. He was on Joe Rogan and that was the first time where I saw like a glimpse of like a somewhat normal person. Or his letter behind that somewhere. Like he's not, I think, it, I think like he just said, I think he just needs to be medicated and he's not. And so, and I can, that must be challenging to have that situation because he feels he cannot be Kanye West. Oh, right. Medicine on medication. Which is probably right to some extent because it probably makes him, you know, it just dulls him down or whatever, depending on the medication it can, you know, keep make him tired or whatever, stifle his creativity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's you know, a weird predicament. My favorite Kanye West anecdote that I think is cool. I love these anecdotes is that Kanye West, when he, the very first time he ever got a meeting with Jay-Z as a music producer, he was going through with his friend, like the songs he was going to play for Jay-Z. And that was his big break, right? Like that was the big break of his life to get a song to Jay-Z. And he had the song Jesus Walks. And he played all the songs for his friend that he was going to play for Jay-Z. And his friend was like, where's Jesus Walks? You're not going to show him Jesus Walks. And Kanye West said, no, I'm keeping that for me. And every everybody was like, are you nuts? This is your big break. You could become Jay-Z's producer. Like, this is your break. Give him your best song. Kanye was like, no, no, I'm going to record that song. And I'm going to become a mega, a mega rap star off that song. And like, that's a crazy decision to make. Crazy. No one supports that. That's. Everyone thinks you shouldn't do it. And then you do that. And that does make you into Kanye West. So like I cannot, it must be challenging to have to try and medicate yourself when maybe part of what he thinks makes him great is the thing that people think should be medicated, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because it, 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 he's, I don't know. He was seemed pretty together in those early years. Like you didn't, if you watch him in interviews, he's, you know, he's there, he's coherent. Now it's just like off the deep end. And anything he hasn't produced anything great in a long time now. So, so clearly being unmedicated doesn't seem to be working either. So but 
Anyway. All right. So who are you betting on Kim Kardashian Kardashian dating next? Who's the rebound? You know, this is tough for me. I don't see Kim dating really right now. I don't think Kim even cares for that. Like I truly, I truly think Kim, like this was a great heartbreak for her. Um, and she has her four kids and she's trying to be a lawyer. I don't think Kim will date anyone for a little while, but if she does, I would like it to be a businessman. Um, she could do with a businessman bow, you know, not a famous person. Kim, Kim is the star. Okay. Like we don't need to, we don't need what to about like a nice stay at home dad that has like one child and his wife, I don't know, left him or something. There or you go. Like, just... Yeah. If we're fantasizing, maybe he's a good, maybe he's good at cooking. Maybe a lawyer. Maybe it's a lawyer because that's her thing right now. As well, yeah, that might do it. I don't. Her know. dad was a lawyer, right? I can't fathom. I can't fathom her dating anyone else, but I also can't fathom like Kanye West remarries. How do you do drop off when the ex-wife is Kim Kardashian West? <laughs> Who are you? Like you're picking up your kids from Kim Kardashian West? Like <laughs> you think Northwest is going to respect her stepmom? <laughs> That's hilarious. That's the show where, I'm hoping they show me later. Where's Kim going to law school? Do they say? You don't know this? Oh my God. Kim has found a loophole in the California law where like she's doing home. She's basically doing homeschool law school. And it's like a four year program instead of three where you don't have to get into law school. It's only allowed in California. It's like a very rare loophole where she doesn't have to actually go to law school. So, but she's in a law school. She's doing like this program that basically like pre-law instead of law school. And you have to take the baby bar. It's okay. this big exam. And then that if you pass that, that basically counts as your three years of law school. And then she does one more year of like whatever you do to be a lawyer, articling or whatever that is. Okay. Interesting. But she failed the baby bar the first time. So we're really rooting for her on this second one. And she makes that public, like her going through her failing and stuff. So, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her, so bettering fun. herself. Because you know, I don't have. I don't. I mean, whatever. I don't. I don't have a whole lot of. Maybe I should have more respect for Kim Kardashian. You know. should. A hundred percent. We all. I should. mean, I understand she's turned her whole being and I don't know being. I don't know, a rich kid from California who made a sex tape. She's leveraged that into being a high-powered businesswoman, and now she's going to be a lawyer. Good for her. She's free and the wrongfully convicted from death row, my friend. Yeah, I, I saw I, I heard about that, yeah. And doing it looking snatched, you know? Like, what more do we want? What more do we want from a 21st century human being? You I'll know what's one of my favorite movies on a side note? What? That I watched on the weekend, Legally Blonde. Oh, she! This is Al Woods. This is what's happening. Like this guilty pleasure, awesome. guilty pleasure. That isn't even. That is like a top ten movie of all time for me. That is a great movie. One it's what I call. It's what I call a TBS movie. They used to always be on TBS on like a Saturday. <laughs> like I just could okay. not watch it. I know we have to wrap it up, but I just wanted to say to you: Have you watched Sweet Tooth on Netflix? I don't. No, no, okay, no, I have not. I just started it. I watched one episode, so you should check it out. Let me know. I'm, I'm not sure what I think about it. But it's a funny, it's a crazy premise. It's basically like, it's basically like COVID, except COVID kills everyone immediately. And so like the world is basically ending, like it's an apocalypse situation. Love it. Love post-apocalyptic stuff. Chaos, chaos, chaos. And then in the midst of all this chaos, all the babies, all the babies born, oh. half human, half animal hybrid. Oh my God. So okay. like the protagonist, his name is Gus. He's a little deer boy. 
Okay, is this a cartoon? No, real life. They're so cute, Charlie. Wow. Wait, is this, okay, is this a, this is not a kid's show. No, 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 because here's it's the a comedy. Who's it? Anybody big in it? I could just Google this. Not that I've seen in the pilot, but it's a dark twist because, so because this all happened at the same time, no one knows if the hybrids caused the virus or did the virus cause the hybrids, but people are blaming the hybrids okay. and they hunt, they hunt the children. They are hunted. Okay, kind of like an X-Men thing. Oh, how did I know Will Forte was in this? I just saw his name. I was, I'm just going to say, it sounds like something Will Forte would be in. And freaking Will Forte, there he is right there. Yeah. so That's we're funny, I'm in. I love Will Forte. We follow this little baby Gus. His dad uh, runs away with him into the forest, and they live there for nine years in safety. And then Gus is on his own now. So he's nine, he's a little deer boy, and the world is after him. So I would love you to watch it. We can discuss it next week because I'm, I'm okay. I'm, yeah, I'm in 100%. I'm definitely watching this. Okay, cool. If you're out there watching this, check out Sweet Tooth episode one, probably two as well. So we can discuss next week. Yeah, I'll probably end up binge watching it. So I'll probably have the whole series watched by then. So. Oh my God. Okay, I will try and keep up. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm looking for something new. This sounds like it's right up my alley. Okay, like check it strange out. things. Check it out. Oh, produced by Robert Downey Jr. Interesting. Interesting indeed. And the kid. Right now, I'll tell you, Charlie, when Gus is three, he looks just like Gray. So oh, you'll, yeah. see it. you'll see it. It's so cute. So cute. I want to get Gray like little horns because it's so cute. <laughs> awesome. So we have that to look forward to next week. Anyways, yeah. thank you guys so much for joining us for episode 11 of Slacking Off. And we'll see you next Monday. Always a pleasure, my friends. See ya.